0: You on next legacy radio what's happening people? I am branded in the building a lot of people filing in actually a lot of people were asking a lot of questions the moment we booked this uh this this interview um so a lot of people had questions a lot of people wanted to know when the show was about to air so all the people out there listening listening nationwide um, welcome I mean you know what I'm saying it's always good when we have The good supporters, all the people out here that's listening from, uh, you know, shout out to Germany, Amsterdam. Uh, We still got a lot of Canadian folks. And, of course, you know what I'm saying, everybody that's literally rocking uh, from the States or or whatnot. I mean, you know, it's an honor and a privilege to know any time that I have a show, y'all file in. Y'all file in a little extra early because of my guests. And, you know, a lot of curious minds want to know exactly what this man has been up to. And I know he put it out there that he hasn't had an actual live interview in about a year. So, I mean, this man's been keeping busy. I want to ask him that out of the gate. Like, why? Why it took you that long? <laughs> so I want y'all people out there to go follow this man on Instagram right now. This man is super active. Go hit him up at King Quez, DBMG. On the Instagram, and I want to welcome back King Quez in the building on Next Legacy Radio. What's up, bro?
1: <laughs> My brother, what's going on with you, man?
0: Man, just trying to, you know, survive, you know, stay COVID free, and just, you know what I'm saying, trying to yeah. let the American quote unquote dream, you know what I mean? So, Right, all is right. Good.
1: Yeah, American Dream got blood on his hands.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: bro. <laughs> that's why you heard me say quote unquote like you
2: know what I mean yeah, it's just no, the way no. it
0: is it's just the way it is <laughs> listen man welcome back I mean you and I go back a ways you know what I mean I want to say you know 2011 2012 you know what I'm saying 8 years yeah. 9 years stronger what not you know as a supporter yeah. of Next Legacy yeah. but also you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah. we kind of always kept it active so we've been in each other's uh, stratosphere for a minute but Bruh, before I even go in, like, <laughs> I didn't even say this to start the show. You got a lot of, uh, you know, outlaw, old school radio heads, and they literally filed in about an hour before we even took flight. So, you know, I, okay. I guess we can shout them out to, to start off, right? So I guess we can say, Yeah, hey, man, definitely, man. You know, hey, man,
1: <laughs> nationwide, worldwide, hey, intergalactically and galactically, man, shout out to all the outlaw supporters, man. Definitely. You know, one thing about it, people don't understand, man. Park created something uh, unlike anybody else. Now he has the most loyal supporters on the planet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was just blessed to be, you know, blessed to get a, to to be in and get a piece of that. So it was dope.
0: For sure, for sure. So a lot of people, uh, you know, packed in, super tight. You know, what I'm saying a lot of people in chat rooms. A lot of people was just like active right now. So it's always good. <laughs> and you know, you know, Halloween fell on the weekend. Me and Ghetto Boys yeah. the trick or treat and <laughs> so and yeah. And yeah, you know,
3: yeah like, <laughs> that's one of my favorite jokes, <laughs> man. <laughs> they actually dropped that joint on so, Halloween, man. On my
1: birthday. Yeah, I remember. They
3: dropped yeah, that
1: hey, joint hey, on man. my birthday, yeah.
0: Look, hip hop historians yeah, don't even know that story. So, good game yeah. right there, though. No wait, 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 wait. You said it's your birth? Look, as long as I known you and I'm bad at birthdays, What? what is this? You said it's your birthday?
1: Yeah, today, man. Halloween.
0: Man, happy birthday,
1: a, bruh. A, bruh, a, bruh.
0: Appreciate
1: you, brother. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, bruh. All right, Today you know, strike
0: one from Brand. Listen, listen, listen I'm bad <laughs> at birthdays. So,
1: uh, right,
0: bro, happy too. birthday,
3: man. And you doing an interview you, on baby. your birthday? What?
1: Hey, man, I got to, man. The, hey, the do no stop, man. I, I definitely, <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm I mean, and I'm in your area right now, man. I just snuck up on listen, you I mean, I right now.
0: Listen, when you when you hit me with that <laughs> I was like, Bruh Happy motherfucking birthday, Chris. Everybody yeah, out there, listen. You, we about to talk we're about to talk business in a lot of ways, but listen, y'all know yeah, yeah. it's it's King Quest's birthday today, so you know, I'm gonna give y'all some I'm gonna give y'all some game as far as single releases or whatnot. So, I mean, this man released a single on his birthday, so look, all right, we're gonna talk about that in a minute, but <laughs> look, Quest you said, and you put it out there on IG, that you said that it's been a year since you had a live interview. What well, My my question is, as yeah. active as you've been, not just behind the scenes, but just in general, I'm like, bro, what what took you so right. long, bro? What happened?
1: Um, What happened? Honestly, man, I, I just <laughs> got to... Uh, I came to a point where I didn't like the music industry. I, like, really didn't like it, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I had to start really thinking about... Direction of what I wanted to do, because I, I couldn't right. stop recording and releasing music. You know, I mean, necessarily, I took a pause, but I know I couldn't stop creating. That's part of my DNA. But I also didn't want to be caught up in, in, in the hoopla and all of the rhetoric of the music industry. So I started uh focusing on other things. I got, a, I got a lot of skills. So <laughs> I stepped outside of music and started focusing on something else that that is still be intertwined with music, but it allows me to step away from that. That title of being a rapper because i don't want that title so that's what it really okay. came down to i mean i'm an artist but so i don't want to be considered a rapper so i had to i had to kind of separate myself a little bit
0: have you found that it's difficult to do that i mean even though you put you, out, you put yourself out there in the hip-hop arena you know do a lot of people take nice. you seriously for all the other things that you want to do or they just kind of got you labeled as just a rapper like you said
1: no, now, it's not actually as hard as it as you would think it is because most of the people that I'm I'm meeting are people that have businesses outside of hip hop, and that, you know like that's that's a blessing in it. You know what I mean? Like my focus when I when I went to see what it was, I went to school for audio engineering in Atlanta. I went to Digital Media School, um, and I went right. there specifically to learn how how to mix uh, and record and all that in Pro Tools. But in the process of going through that that program, they taught me the introduction to videography. So what I did was I continued my education over at Clayton State in Atlanta to learn how to do timeline shooting, documentary shooting, stuff like that, because I felt like my whole purpose when I became a rapper was to, to speak to the streets and tell stories, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like the way mm-hmm. that music has been going the past few years, people are not really looking for message messages so much in the music, you know what I mean? So I felt like I could, I could be just as effective by giving it to them in a visual form.
0: King Quez is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And how have that navigation been? I mean, it's COVID. It's, we've, been, we've been pretty much just kind of cooped up and doing a lot of different things, you know, social distancing,
2: right. mask
0: wearing, all that stuff since late February, March. How has that impacted yeah. you as far as all the stuff that you're doing right now?
1: Well, it, it definitely impacted me as far as that because, you know, of course, a lot of people's businesses aren't moving right now, um, depending on what mm-hmm. side of the country and in, what state, city, whatever, but it, it allowed me time to go back in and focus and, and, and really like um, polish off what I actually knew, you know what I'm saying? Because I was so focused in that artist realm that I wasn't paying attention. I just know I know how to shoot and edit, but I wasn't really paying attention to that. So, um right. I had to go and sit down and and basically I did a lot of work, a lot of outside work in that year. Like that's all I've been doing was video uh, editing for the most part. But um, I I had some good music from about two years ago that I went back and listened to and it made me think about, you know, the message. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. when I moved to SAC, I got a producer in SAC that's super dope, super musical dude, man. Shout out to Chris Keys. Um, He he played something for me that re-sparked that that motivation to want to record and put some message music out. So that's what we've been doing, man. We got a nice uh, seven or eight new songs. Basically, we're going to push out there. That's all relative real music, man, with, with something to say. You know what I mean?
0: I hear a lot of people talk about that, exactly what you said. Sometimes you put the music away, and then you might hear something or you might experience something that's going to put you right back in that arena. Because, um, right. you know, right when you said that, I was thinking about a, a, another artist that I know, singer, dope singer, you know what I'm saying, is struggling with the I love it, I hate it kind of situation when it comes to music. So because right. you're in that same category as I'm sure, like, you know, you, him, and others, um, yeah. how how do you navigate the the you know the importance of it because I think you and I all know uh, and everybody out, out there listening music is a huge impact on a lot of lives. I mean we can go backwards in time yeah, and, and and you know what I'm saying we can hold on to certain memories based on certain songs. But how do you how do you navigate that that love hate relationship though?
1: Well, because what I well, personally what I had to do was. But I was going so hard as an artist for so many years, you know, damn near two decades, that I had to um, I had to start thinking about it in perspective of what's going to pay me immediately. You know, I whenever you're hustling or whatever you're doing business-wise, you always try to stay close to the money line, whatever you're doing. You don't want to mm-hmm. stray too far away from the money line. You know what I mean? So I was thinking about what's going to pay me. And music don't pay me every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, to be honest, like, right. I, I made great music, done some shit, but it doesn't pay me every day. So... That's when I start focusing on the other skills that I have, audio engineering and videography. You know, I mix I, the song, the new single that's out, "Keep Your Head Up." I mix that joint. You know, what I mean, I recorded it, I mixed it, and I and I got it met, mastered by my homie in uh, Sacramento, um, Omni Labs. So, um, it's 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 not as hard as it seems to to stay focused on it. But I had to just realize, like, music is something I do because I love it. You know what I'm saying? And when I started music, I really didn't start doing music for the purpose of money. I started doing music because I just came fresh out of the streets. I know I had a lot of shit to give other street niggas who was going through the same shit. That's what it really was about. I didn't even want to go on stage initially. I just wanted to make records, you know, and give them to the streets. That was my whole plan at first. My brother was like, no, that ain't going to (laughs) work. You know, you got to go on stage. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, and I adapted to everything that we had to do. But initially, I just wanted to make music for the streets. I didn't care about being so much of a rapper or an artist or, you know, any of that. I just wanted to be a street poet, if you will. You know what I'm saying?
0: Got you. Where's your comfort level right now? Like, I know you're the jack of all trades. You could do, you know, everything you pretty much want to do when it comes to this music, entertainment, you know, videography, producing, right. uh, mixing, all that stuff. Where's your comfort level? What do you find your most comfort?
1: My most comfort really is mixing. Um, it, it, well, it goes back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I have to be honest. It goes back and forth. Um, most of the time, right now, it's mixing. And that's only because uh, not too long ago, it was recording. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So my, my passion right. is driven by, by getting shit done. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my passion, by getting it mm-hmm. completed. So when I was recording myself, in, in, you know, in crib, in my own shit on, on my own studio equipment the next step was just these songs got to be mixed you know and I got a lot of engineers that I deal with but I was like I went to school for this you know I got to start really thinking about what I actually know and that's what I sat down I took a break away from just focusing on a project but still recording songs whenever the feeling hit me, you know whenever a concept came into my mind but I was focused more on I got hundreds of songs but I've never released so I'll start focusing on let me clean these songs let me mix these songs out properly you know, let me put some projects yeah. together because I need to get all of this music I got out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the bottom line. I got a lot of music I never released, so I want to get it all out. And that's that's you what know, my comfort zone is at is just completing projects.
0: Let me ask you this question. King Quez is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And when it comes to everything that you just said, and I'm listening to you, and I'm and I'm like, okay. You know, and, and, and I'm not being biased because, you know, you my boy, uh, I right. just I just know your work ethic, so you know not just knowing your work ethic and who you are. I've kind of, you know, seen your your evolution as far as what you plan on doing, want to do, and how you set your your right. your path to do it. Um, here we are in 2020, and you know the culture of hip hop is changed. The way we market has changed. The way we look yeah. at music has changed. So when yeah. it comes to just everything that we put in the pot to mix it up, to make it what it is, and you see everything that has transpired as far as, you know, how the evolution of music and marketing is, um, how has that changed you as, as an artist, an engineer, a videographer, um, all that?
1: Um, as an artist, it hasn't changed me at all. Um, I never, because I don't, even to this day, I'm kind of stuck in a weird era. Where I don't really listen to a lot of people's music. If something catches my ear, a song, then I'll, I'll tune in and check that artist out and see what they got that I haven't heard. But I don't listen to a lot of people's music. And I never have because I always felt like I didn't want anybody else's music to be a, a real influence in my music. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of people get caught up in that, not even intentionally, but just trying to make a hit. You know what I'm saying? People get caught up into what's hot right now. What's, what's, what's the hottest artist doing on his music? You know, like, perfect example, when Drake came out and, and he started popping. And he was, like, doing, you know, this crazy woo shit in his song. You know, it's like, oh, this is dope. This is new. Then all of a sudden, every rapper you heard was screaming woo in their song, just like and It was weird to me. So, I, you know, I don't, like, I don't like that whole copycat syndrome that's going on in the industry, you know what I mean? So I don't change my music because my music is, like I said, it's about a message. It's not even about making you dance or, you know, making you trap harder. It's, it's, it's always something in there that I'm trying to tell you. And that's how I keep it original, you know what I mean? About doing that. Didn't we
0: see a lot of that too back in the '90s when you know Dre had the Chronic G Funk era? Even you know beforehand, everybody wanted a Chronic song, and that's pretty much just kind of yeah. how it laid out. It seems like that's <laughs> the blueprint, and, and then we're gonna go Cardi B, and even before Cardi B, Lil Kim, and everybody wanted the right. pole dances songs, and they wanted this, that, and the other, and it, it's it, it's lacking creativity. And I, I had one of my guests. Yeah. Um, I am on, on, of the five footage. We were talking about that and she was talking about just the culture just so one sided now where it's hard for yeah. people to, uh, navigate to something else because that's just, it like if you're gonna if you're a female right. rapper or if you're a hip hop artist you know male hip hop artist and you're talking about you know the drugs and the guns and shit like that and then you're a female rapper and all you talking about is stripping that's all people want right. to hear and they don't they don't have a different vi- vi- variety of it do you you feel that's right. the same or you do you differ
1: yeah it is it is because you have to think about what music is music just like anything just like television is programming. You know what I mean? That's why certain songs make it big. It's not because it's a great song. It's because you hear it repetitively on the, on the radio station over and over and over. <laughs> and, it, and then it becomes something that you just, you know, kind of become desensitized to. You know what I'm saying? So it, that's definitely right. the case because, like, I, I remember this was years ago, bro. This had to be like, uh, like, uh, 2020, like, almost, like almost nine or ten years ago. I, I remember the dude from Atlanta, Young Jock, was uh, in an interview and he made a statement that people don't want to hear lyrics and music no more. People just want to dance and feel good. And that's one perspective of music. You got to have that perspective. Don't get me wrong. But that's not what the masses, that's not what everybody's thinking. But that's what the industry right. is pushing. So that's what they're feeling. You know what I mean? Because you think about it now, like, the reason I don't listen to a lot of music is because I can't understand what the hell they're even saying. Like right, so, if I can't understand what you're saying, I'm not gonna give your music the time of day. If I don't know what your words are, if I have to think hard about what you're saying, then it's no need of me listening to your music because I don't listen to music for beats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like dope beats, but I don't listen to music for beats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if I got to really think hard to understand your words, fuck you. I'm not listening. To it,
3: man. More power to you
1: if you make it, but that's just not my thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: Claire is my guest on X Legacy Radio. And now I feel you because, you know what, I struggle with that. And what you said is so true as far as artists and, you know, not listening to other people's music. Because I get that from, like, you know, actors and actresses, too. Like, I'll interview them and I'll talk to some of them on the side and they tell me, I don't even watch movies. I don't even watch TV. Right. Because... They yeah. don't do it because, you know, and, and I had a true-to-heart true to, true to heart one with one, and she was telling me that I don't do it because, first off, I'm not getting paid, so I'm not doing it that way. <laughs> uh, and, and also, she starts critiquing every single thing that they, yeah, you know, exactly. and she's a director, she's a producer, too, and she starts critiquing yeah. everything. They should have cut here. They should have panned over here. Yep. They should have did yep. this, that, and the other. So, you know, they look at it different ways, and artists look at yeah. it different ways, and, and, and that's just pretty much how it how it's laced down, right? As far as you know, just how you
1: right, do it, right? Right. That, and that's that's the, she's right. too, so that's the gift of the curse. Because once I went to school for uh, for videography and film editing, I didn't movies. I watched movies totally differently, and it's mm-hmm. not bad necessarily, but it's definitely different. It, it, it changes. It takes some of the fun out of it because you are looking at everything, <laughs> like how they cut this scene, how this wasn't there a second ago. I remember I was watching Avengers Endgame and I saw this scene at the beginning. I was like, they got too much money to do something like that. You know, like, why would they cut the thing <laughs> like
3: that? But, you know right, I mean? right. But, <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> Straight up. So, yeah, it, it is like that, man. Like, you don't pay attention the same way or as much to certain things. And that's the gift that occurs to for me. Like, I don't want to hear those artists' music necessarily, but I can, do, I can shoot a video for them and create Something that I feel matches their vibration. You know what I'm saying? So I, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. it's not like I'm biased against their style of music as far as they're making money. It's just that I can't listen to it. I can't rock with it. But I definitely, you know, if they can get money off of it, i, I say more power to them. It's a hustle. That's what the music industry is. If it works for you and right. you're not stealing nobody else's shit, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Then Whatever you do, that, that's yep. cool. You know what I mean? Like yep. You have to have the respect to like, say, you know, they create.
0: Yeah, I feel like the, the you know, the game, no matter how you play it in the industry, it's so, it's so different now. I mean, the feel is different. And, you know, a lot of people, and I think you and I, we kind of talked about this a lot, too. It's just like, in general, you want to have a nice nostalgia feel to how you go about your business. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, over the years, like, you know, uh, uh, of how it would feel to like you know listen to your radio you know your song on the radio. I remember I had Dawn from En Vogue and she was telling me you know what they first they had first heard they single they was in the car they got out their car they was dancing they was <laughs> celebrating like it was you know like it was a big deal you yeah. know what I mean and now it's just like do you do you feel like you know uh, I'm a, I'm gonna put this out here I'm gonna be like the artist and the fan base do you feel like we take music for granted to an extent.
1: Um, no, I don't think people take it for granted. I think, well, I don't okay. think fans take it for granted. I, I think artists do, and it's not always driven mm-hmm. by the artist's thing. That it's driven by these companies that back them because they're they're gonna they're gonna support or they're gonna finance certain types of music. You know what I mean? And certain types of music mm-hmm. they're not gonna finance. That was one of the first things, uh, so a- actually, Edie told me when we first met, that was one of the first things he told me about this music industry. Like, yo, the type of music that you make, the type of music that we make, they're just not accepting of that like that in the music industry. So we got we to gotta push and kick doors down to get our shit popping. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to be the same as everybody else. <laughs> and he's right, because the music industry is not going to support that type of music right now. If you talk about selling dope and robbing and killing niggas, yeah, they're definitely going to give you a deal of shit like that. But if you're saying anything right. positive, anything uplifting, they're not going to push that because it's, it's more than music, it's a vibration. You feel me?
0: How, how, how did it change, though? Because remember, remember back in the day we had so much different variety of hip-hop. We had the gangster rappers, quote-unquote. Right. You know what I mean? That's what the media say they were. But we had the backpack rappers. We had the We had the groups. We had the, you know, right. uplifting, right. you know what I'm saying, the, the, you know, fight yeah. the power, et cetera, right? We had those different variety of entertainment when it comes from the music. Now we right. don't have that no more. And, or if we do, we no, got we it don't. in pockets where people just don't pay attention. So how did yeah. it go from that to this?
1: Social media. Simple okay. as that.
3: That's
1: why, how it works for that, day. because this is what happened. You think about in, in the 90s, your favorite artist, your favorite hip-hop artist, how easy was it for you to try to get to him and have a conversation with him? Or to ke- uh, tell him your opinion hard. of his last album? You couldn't even, you, you yeah. didn't even know how the hell to get in touch with him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. now, you know, everything is like this, this, this what they call like the, uh you know, this microwave generation. You know what I mean? They, every, everything is done on a faster level. And it's also, you know, degrading the quality of it. You know what I'm saying? So back then, mm-hmm. money wasn't being made the way it is now for the same thing that's being sold because they found their target markets. Feed the streets. Feed, feed the people out there. You know, with as much ignorance as possible because they don't have to think when it comes to that. Just like that Young Jock said, people don't want to think when they listen to music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just no want doubt. to pop their heads and shit. No doubt. You know, and that's, that's, that's no a lot of people's concept on it. And then, you know, um, when it comes to the music industry, once they saw how much money, you got to think, when, when hip-hop started, they said it was going to last five years and fade. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So once they saw how, how it, was, it was thriving and they saw how much money could be made off of it, those greedy motherfuckers with the money that was sitting in the back, they was like, yo, we got to do something to keep this machine running the exact same way that it is running right now. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you you see artists pop out of nowhere and they ain't talking about shit, but they fit the image and the sound of what they know is going to already work. It's like, you know, microwaving artists. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and there's, and there's no diversity or variety in it because of that.
0: And that's what I was going to ask you. King Quez is my guest on Next Legacy Radio and uh that was yep, my yep. that was my question or you know when it comes to that because of the, the different variety it's it's different how people market it and people saw you know uh you know and I keep throwing her name out there cuz she's you know what what's in right now you, you know Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. you know they people look at their journey and they like oh okay I can emulate that so I'm going to go ahead and exactly. do that but on a marketing, but on a marketing standpoint, it's just not pushing out that agenda. Cardi had an agenda, Megan had an agenda. They got successful off of that. Um, what are yeah. your thoughts on, on, you know, people's perception? I know we kind of touched on it a little bit as far as, you know, a copycat lead because people always want to do that. But uh, don't don't you think entertainment's different now because you know, if you're not talented, you're not gonna last,
1: right? Nah, you can last right now. I mean, shit. Like, look, at all this, look at the number one. Bro. What's, like, what think. I don't even know these little dudes, man. But um, fucking, uh, oh, man, what's the guy's name? Something Red. I've seen it. i seen, I clicked on one of his videos by mistake. Little, little light-skinned dude with dress. Young dude. You know what I mean? Something Red. I don't know. Right. Very popular dude, though, in the hip-hop game. And when I heard his music, I lasted, like, 13 seconds through the video. And I turned it off and I felt, I felt my, (laughs) I felt my, I felt me change inside. Like, like I felt angry for a second.
3: Like what the fuck is this shit? (laughs) You know know what I'm saying? Because I'm looking at it and it's like, like two million views for a dude that ain't even rapping.
1: He's like chatting something repetitively over a song and jumping around on his video. He's not even rapping. But that's what they buy into now because the vibration is different, man. Like people have become robotic. Because of this social media shit. That shit takes a lot of your attention away, man. And it takes a lot of your focus and like people just don't focus the way that we did. People don't think the way that we did. It's a different generation now. Like they they really are a different species down there with the way that they right. operate. You know what I'm saying? And I try I try to find ways to understand them because I don't wanna just shun that I, and that's one thing I had to learn over the years, I don't wanna just shun that generation. Because there's gonna be jewels and seeds throughout that generation, you're going to find it. Oh, yeah, this is one of them ones. But a lot of them, I don't want to deal with them because I feel like there's no talent there. It's just they saw something that worked, you know, on BET or MTV, they copied it, and it worked for them. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's Mm -hmm. what goes down. Like the prime example, when Future came out, Future had a style that was way different from anything we had heard and I wasn't really a fan of his music. He has made some songs I like, don't get me wrong. He has made some songs I like. But Same as Nicky, when he too, came though. Out, Nicky was like that, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when he first came out, um, I wasn't a fan of his music, but I was in the dungeon with, with Organized Noise. And I remember Rico Wade saying, I got to go over here to, to L.A. Reed's house and check out this new Future Project. And I was thinking to myself, damn, we got a whole project like L.A. Reed putting that out? Because I only heard one or two songs there. <laughs> You know what I mean? But then once mm-hmm. I started hearing this music, you know, I was like, okay, it ain't my vibration, but he has talent. I can give him credit where credit is due. He has talent, and he makes songs that people can vibe to. He made a couple of songs I really like. Mm-hmm. And then I heard, you know, right. fast forward a couple of years, and I heard this song come on the radio um, about Panda. And I was like, what the fuck is Future doing? And then somebody was like, no, nah, that's mm-hmm. not Future. That's Designer. And when, it, and when they said it, in that, and, and just like that, that's not Future. That's Designer. I didn't understand the sentence because I didn't think there was a man who would call himself designer. So I was like, what do you mean? <laughs>
3: you know what I'm saying? What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> and they were like, no,
1: the artist is named designer. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not Future? They was like, no. I was like, but he was just rapping. just like Future. And he was talking about he had holes in ATL and all and he's from New York, and I was like, "Yo, I'm through with this shit." And I, you know, around that time is when I just didn't want to deal with hip hop because I was like, "This is goofy, mm-hmm. this is goofy as fuck." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't want to. That's just like in those that's
0: just like, like, that. like uh, it's just like I was telling you, mixtape. Nicki Minaj was way different than the artists that we got to know very well. Right. Nicki Minaj, two totally different people. You know what I mean? And it's it's crazy. Things I mean, gonna change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're financing you and they're giving you a check, yeah, they're definitely going to have a lot of major input and some deciding uh, factors on what's going on in your project. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? See, Don't think okay, any of so us just has full creative... <laughs> no.
0: Right, right. So I'm going to lead into this because I feel like, you know, you have enough game, uh, you know, with this situation or scenario because I feel like if it's if it's an investment, you know, it's a label backing you and they're financing the project, um, right. you know, and I think we've experienced this in, in, in watching, you know, hip-hop evolve. Um, you know, you take seg- record label and here I want you to be this or I want you to wear these silver suits or I want you yes. to, you know, get this record or I want you to... Not be uh all right. All right. Well, let me just put Hammer out there. Shout out to Hammer, but you know he put it out there. He was what he was, and then he tur- you know turned it right. into something else. Like you know, what I'm saying quickly. Right. Just that as an example. So you see that, and you're an artist. I mean, is money is gonna? Is it the root of all evil? Where it's just kind of like, all right, I'm just gonna do this for the money, and fuck your creativity. Is that basically it?
2: Well, but
1: uh, I don't. But well, the thing is, money not the root of all evil. You know what I'm saying? Usually the lack okay. of money is what is, is the root of all evil. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People <laughs> just right? things that other people Good have is the root of all evil because money is just a tool. Respect that. You use it properly, that's mm-hmm. all it is is a tool. It don't mean shit. You know what I mean? So that people you know a lot of people don't see it that way and that's why they they stay going in like this this never ending cycle in life. You know what I'm saying? That it never stops right. because you have to understand that about money. It is a tool. It's nothing to be worshiped. It's nothing to be, you know, going crazy over. You're going to lose it. It's going to come back. You can't act like it's something that you can't let go of. You know what I mean? Because you can, and you will. And if you're really about what you're doing, you'll get it back eventually, even if you lose it all. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trust me, I know. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, <coughs> I definitely. It plays uh a role. It plays a role. I yeah,
0: mean, it play, plays a role yeah, like
1: everything else. Do I me, mean. yeah. And you have to just know but, how but to use, I, utilize it, man, and not let it yeah. not let it rule you. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the problem with hip hop. Yeah. Like a lot of these artists, let, trust me. I, I you know I came up in Atlanta. I didn't move to Cali like four and a half years ago. Even though I was out here a lot mm-hmm. all the time, you know, and kicking it in L A. But I you know I was in Atlanta, so I watched it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. People, My homeboys, my homeboys are like, I got a partner <laughs> on the west side of Atlanta that, you know, he loves my music. He loves the street music, but he's like, man, you need to just do one for Atlanta, man. Like, just give us one, like, you know, like Laffy Taffy or something, because it's going to put you on. Then you can give him that real shit. And I was like, no. Because whatever I put out there is a permanent stamp on my name. And if I'm putting something out there that I don't feel, you know what I'm saying? That's just, that's, that's weird to me. I wouldn't put something out just because I think it's going to be successful for me. If it's not me, if it is me, cool. But that, right, that, that was I didn't make snap finger music. You know what I mean? Or crunk. That's not who I am. So I'm not going to do a song like that just to please a certain group of people temporarily. Because then, at the end of the day, I'm going to end up losing them when they when I go back to making the music I really make. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So be like I thought he did exactly. like the shit, and he don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So
0: yeah,
3: he's doing you know, he's doing some other
1: shit.
0: So what happened? Right, yeah. right. And that's right. the and that's the thing where, you know, I feel like as far as culture, uh, you know, music culture of any genre really when you think about it, like, you know what I'm saying, you just you just you just gotta know your lane. Know what you know what you blessed at and, and just, you know, enhance that and do other things, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's yeah. what people tend to. to, you know, not realize that, you know, and I and I'm putting you out there as an example because you figured out that all right, there's more to music than just music, so let me do yeah. behind the scenes shit and let me do producing shit and let me do other shit that's going to be able to you know uh add on to my resume right. so I could be able to be a little bit more universal when it comes to certain things and you got to you know out there people listening definitely make sure you kind of self check yourself and motivate yourself so you can be able to figure that out so you know that's on some real yeah. shit but let me let me t- let me turn to this cuz you know uh with it being your birthday uh, you got you got right. a new single that I feel like we need to play and promote. And before I do that, I need people to go and follow my man on, on Instagram right now. If you go to KingQuest, D-B-G-M-G, sorry, Breed Music Group, uh, you know what I'm saying? If you click on the link, you got iHeart.com. Uh, go, just go click on that and go get Superiority Complex while you're at it. But, but there's a single out there I want people to know. Uh, keep your head up. Uh, you know, tell me, tell me how this song gave birth.
1: That song, really, it was the. To me, it was the. It was the frequency of what was going on in America, it was why. Because I wasn't recording anything prior to that song. Really, I had a couple of songs I did, maybe like you know six months ago, that were like half finished, and I just had them tucked away. But uh, the frequency of what was going on in America, and I thought about it. Because prior to that, let me back up. Prior to that, I started studying some nerd shit, basically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when <laughs> I started studying some <laughs> nerd shit, um, and I started understanding the subconscious a little bit better, I-, I thought about what was needed, like what I felt was missing at that moment. You know what I'm saying? And that was positive vibrations, po- positive affirmations, positive visuals uh, in the black community, basically. Because we see us, like all we were seeing was us getting killed by cops. That was, the, you know, like, I. Right. it got to the point where I woke up one day and I was crying out of my sleep, you know what I'm saying, because of all of Damn. this shit that was happening back to back. And I went to sleep with it on my mind, and I woke up with tears in my eyes because it was bothering me that much that they're getting away with this shit. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I had to think about, you know, like, even though it is a war going on right now, it, you know, it just had the time for us to, like, you know, t- tuck our tails and, and put our heads down. So right. part, of, part of, you know, uh... Keeping that spirit alive, man, is we have to motivate each other. We have to uplift each other. And that, I felt like that was me doing my part for that.
0: Okay. Okay. And people can go get this. Where can they go get it?
1: Yeah, it just actually, um, I just got the email today from the distribution um, company. So basically, I think Spotify hit Spotify first. No, it's going to hit the channels at different times. But it was, uh, since it's available for release today, most likely. Um, they usually hit Spotify and iTunes first, uh,
2: Google Music,
1: Amazon. Uh, it'll hit all those joints first, and then you know uh, Pandora, tidal stuff like that I come a little bit later, um, probably the next week or so. I gotta check the emails though and see. Since it's my birthday, I really hadn't even looked at my phone. <laughs> but a couple of times. Listen, you know, listen, weekend, <laughs> Brand,
0: Brand, Brandy got your back right now. So it's available on iTunes right now. Focus on that right now. And then we'll go ahead and log sure. in. But in the meantime, <laughs> I need people to go out there. Man, I got you, bro. I got you. You I know what I'm saying? Listen, my brother, you because listen, just because. Hey, Quiz, Hey, Quez. You know, hey, Shut listen, up. before we even do radio shows. I'm always I'm always trying to make sure that I stay on top of shit. So the moment I knew this oh, was yeah. going to be out, I, I, checked, oh, yeah. I checked, I checked, I made sure. Yeah. I was like, yeah. all right, I it's out here, so let me it. go promote that, bro. Like, listen, I, I listen. Not just that, I just I bought it too. Even though I have it, I gotta get it. You know what bro, I mean? So I
1: appreciate you, my brother. People. You know this. That's, 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 yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, that's what we just gotta I got do, more man. Out here
0: to go Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was going to say one thing I, that I, I feel like I have to say this out loud so that we pay attention to it, man. Because once it's out there in the universe, you know, people appreciate it. As, as black people, we have to stop trying to bargain each other down with, with you know, or, or bargain with each other about our products and our business. Like, because we don't do that when we go in other places. And I, and I told my right. homie about it a couple of weeks ago because he did it in front of me. You know what I mean? And he was like, I ain't to pay this guy. So I was like, yo, you you pay that white man this, the regular price. You wouldn't bargain with him. So – we got to start doing that. Man. We got to start keeping each other out of shit. You know what I mean? Because exactly. that, 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 exactly. that, that's how we build the community back up, man. We got to start loving and support each other's shit. Like, I don't care if I wasn't doing music ever again, I'm still going to be supportive of good music and good artists because I love music. Right. You know what I mean? And there it's you the go. same thing with any other field. Be- like, we have to support each other like that.
0: Speaking of which, I need all my people out there, all the people in the chat rooms talking right now, and I'll, I'll let y'all have a voice I mean, there's a lot of uh, you know messages that you know we want to. I mean, I'm gonna make this next segment ask, <laughs> ask quiz <laughs> and so ask Quez we'll go ahead out, and bro. do that because it's, it's hella questions. <laughs> oh, so, but I need y'all, I need y'all I to go answers. to his IG right now, King Quez, DB, DBMG, Dime Breed Music Group repping, and go get Superiority Complex, and make sure y'all go to our. Uh, to iTunes and go get this single we're about to run right now. So, Quez, I'm going to let you intro your song so we can play this and come back with more questions.
1: Yes, 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 man. This is an ode to the black, man. Keep your head up, man. My new single is available now on iTunes. Go get that, go stream it, go download it, pass it to your brothers, man, and raise the vibration in the community as much as possible.
0: I am Brandon in the building, King Quez in the house right now, new single, I need y'all to go get it, it's available on iTunes now, not now, but right now, I need y'all to go get it, fuck with the guy, go to King Quez, D-B-M-G, while you at it, go Cop Superiority Complex as well, so if you're listening to it live, or if you're going to listen to it later via podcast, make sure you go ahead and grab it, got my man Quez in the building, um, you know what I'm saying? Before I put Miss Love on and put a mic on, uh, there's a lot of people in the chat room, so I need to make sure I address them. So, for the whole, what, Please, 30 minutes, 30 plus, there's people conversating like, yeah, you know, Quez, he's he's always going to be an outlaw of my book. Uh, that's from uh, hip-hop, Harry O. I don't think it's the Harry O we know, but, you know, they just want to put the name right, out right. there, so it is what it is. So, <laughs> But, uh, you I'm know good. what I'm saying? I'm and, and, and public nuisance is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Tupac should have grabbed you and, and made you uh, that honorary outlaw. So uh, I'm gonna read some more <laughs> quotes and stuff like that in the in the in the chat room. So one of the questions that I know one of these people had uh, as I go through um, uh, legendary uh, Steve, uh, you know what, bro? Just put, let's rewind it back, bro. People came in here okay. an hour before just so they could log in, just so they could be able to start having a conversation. A lot of it Uh,
3: was based on outlaw
0: stuff, but a lot of it also was based on, like, you know what I'm saying, we need to know what Quez is up to, shit like that or whatever. So, you know, a lot of people filed in, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, like, you know, waiting on government cheese. So, you know, a lot of people in (laughs) here already having these conversations going on. So it's a good look, you know, and a testament to you know what I'm saying? you but you always had an attachment to the outlaws so first question out of the gate you know what i'm saying is is or you know how 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 do you i mean are you still you know connected to the outlaws
1: i'm always an outlaw i was an outlaw before i met the outlaws but i'm always an outlaw you know what i'm there saying there you go like, <laughs> there you like, go that's something that won't change and and this is something that you know like there's a lot of things that people won't they won't know this side of the story because uh, the person who was involved outside of me don't like to do interviews or talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: So he won't. He won't. Okay. You know
1: he don't really get on like that too tough. But but he's a trusted source. You feel me? So so one of the mm-hmm. things that uh, that Castro told me, man, right before I moved out of Cali, actually, you know what I mean? He said, look, man, you know you have to You have to brand yourself the way you initially started. Don't get caught up in in the shadows of Tupac. He said because we made that mistake. You know, Castro had a plan, man, and we and we'll discuss that in detail later. But he had a plan that he really saw it in a way that it could have worked, I believe. You know what I mean? If we would all just stuck to the program, uh, you know, who was involved, mm-hmm. in what he was talking about. But, but um, right. Yeah, man. Like, like as far as like you know, like you say, he's like, yo, you you're always an outlaw no matter what you do. But in order for you to get what you're supposed to get out of this industry, you can't walk in park shadows. 'Cause you can't you, you that's too big of a pair of shoes to try to fucking walk in, you know what I mean? And I'm a hell of a man. Right. I don't feel like there's no right. man that's more than me, but at the same time I know what Park has done in this industry. He's a mm-hmm. rap guy, he is the rap guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So right. you know, to walk in the showers is hard and I watched the homies struggle with that shit. You know what I mean? They make they do what they do, they stuck down, they stayed down and stuck to the script but uh, you know, I felt like their career should have been way further along if the industry, you know, wasn't wasn't pushing them away. You know what I mean? Wasn't, you know, so, and that's just my opinion on it. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's the question. I'm always outlaw, man, but it's just that when I started, when Castro left the group and we started recording together full time, I just went back to what I had before I met them, which was dying breed. That's something I, I brought to the game with me. So that wasn't new. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That came from the streets with me.
3: Yeah.
0: And I, and, so, yeah, and I, I want to say, outlawed, and I want to huh? throw this out there. And I want to throw this out there, too, because I feel like, you know, and the conversations in the chat room, I appreciate it. Keep it coming because I'm going to definitely make sure I throw quiz these questions as you guys continue your conversations. But someone in the chat room brought up a good, a good, solid, uh, you know, conversation. They were talking about Tupac's legacy right now. Like, we lost the Feeney um, some time ago. And obviously, you know what yes. I'm saying, the GOAT, Tupac's been gone since 96. Um how do you feel, and this is from a car-carrying outlaw, he says, how do you feel about the legacy that is Tupac? Is his legacy well-guarded as it should? Everybody, saying, everybody in the chat room saying no, but they want your opinion.
1: Not fully, but it's because it's out of it, – it ain't because the people that, that, that's, you know, quote-unquote, holding the torch don't want to do Certain shit, I couldn't do certain, or, or, you know, they didn't want to do certain shit, that they couldn't do certain shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because cause business, that's all that's all it boils down to, you know, you got to think, outside of all of that shit that y'all see on the rap scene, there's, there's some business that goes on behind that, and business is done a certain way. Park's, Parks business wasn't in the hand of the outlaws, you know what I'm right. saying? And at one point, it wasn't even in the hand of a Phoenix. So... You know, it his it, legacy, like, if it would have stayed within the family, I think, yeah, it would have been exactly what it was supposed to be. But, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it wasn't able to stay fully right within the family. Most of it, you know what I mean, but not fully.
0: Not fully. And I want to say this, too, and, I, you know, a lot of people that know me, they kind of know the, the you know, history I have, not just with the Outlaws doing Outlaw Culture Radio back in the early, right. you know, uh, well oh, early yeah. 2000s or whatever, but, uh you know, I always said this too, and I said this before the Tupac movie came on or was made. I said this afterwards. Um, I feel like the the you know the legacy.
1: But I heard I heard the same afterwards. part of what you said, so I I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. About, yeah, I mean that's what Pac was start. That's what the Outlaws was, man. People don't understand that wasn't intended to be a group. He wasn't starting a group. He was starting a movement that was going to have groups and solo artists within that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. He he was spark like he said, he was going to spark the flame. That's what he did. And just so happened certain people were the, were the you know, the holders of the torch because they were there with him, rightfully so. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Yeah, they should be the ones that, that initially grabbed hold to the torch because they were right there riding with him from from the time, you know, shit, from the start, basically, they were there. You know, Castro's was his first cousin, you know. Second priest of Gaddafi. Gaddafi was there with Park since he was a baby. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, they grew up in the same fucking yep. house most of the time, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think I think Pac's legacy will never tarnish because of how big he was. Right now, Pac's right. album is gonna go double, triple, quadruple platinum in a couple of days. You know what I mean? Like they can't tarnish Pac's legacy, really. But like I think that um, yeah, a lot more should be done to, to keep it up, man. To you know, to, to uphold. And I would say the same thing if the is big as the artist is biggest Snoop. You know what I mean? Like you have to do certain things to keep their legacy alive because they gave us a lot. Like, I know people that live, I, I got a homie, that, a little homie that told me Park was his father, basically, you know what I mean? He was like, yo, I listen to Park every day. I didn't have a dad. That's, that's who Real I listen talk. to. You know, he literally feels yeah. like that, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's yep. important that we keep the legacy right. Got to. Deeper than just
0: singing the music or his songs on a regular basis, deeper than just you know what I'm saying, going to a title or wherever you want to play or find music, you know, putting his songs out there, it's deeper than just that. It's just, you know, what yeah. he's good for and what he was about, like, you gotta live that through. It doesn't have to just be, you don't need to sound like, and I said this earlier and you probably missed it, you don't have to put a bandana on your head and Put the w 's up and scream west side oh, yeah yeah I heard that. you know what I mean it's deeper than that it's yeah. way deeper than that. it's about yeah. you know embodying your 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 potential because he was tapping into so many different things and you know what i'm saying, and that's yeah. that's the nature of you know how how people are getting down let me let me put a mic on miss love who uh who's an avid fan of yours who she says she knows you very well, so let me go ahead and put her on, and once you hear her voice, I'm sure well, you'll you'll know. Is love,
2: you might have been on Next Legacy Radio with Ken Quiz. <laughs> Happy birthday, bro. Yeah. Happy birthday, Quiz. Well, you know, me and Quiz talk a lot. Now, we we Facebook a whole lot. We talk about the kids. We talk about the dogs. We talk about his clothes line. We talk about a lot of stuff. I haven't Facebooked it right, right. like lately like, because of my phone got messed up. But I think the last time we talked, we talked about this crazy weather in Las Vegas, and he told me to come out to Cali. I think the last time I saw Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah Callie, he didn't like you know, it I out mean, here. He hated it out here. Is beautiful. Yeah, he <laughs> said he hates this weather out here in Vegas. But yeah, he, you know, <laughs> him and Castro is my is my my dogs right there. But uh yeah. as far as the the music industry go as far as y'all say Carly, Cardi and uh Megan, I don't listen to neither one of them, but as far as all of it, to me, music, period, is a art. And if they don't have yeah. the art form, they just don't have it. And a whole lot of them these days, they do it just to do it, to make money, and they don't have the right. form for it. And I don't like it. I don't listen to it. I'd rather listen to old school and what the old school got that's coming new. I'd rather go for that
3: mm-hmm. than to go
2: for a whole lot of this new stuff because some of it is okay, but the majority of it is not because like you said, they talk about bags and purses and all that. You can go to work <laughs> for that and if you work if you think right. into- to work for a purse, you can go to make go to work for that. I mean, what's the point in mm-hmm. thinking about that? I mean, you putting right. yourself out there, the brand, you branding yourself. So if you're not going to do it for a cause or you're not doing it to help somebody or doing it for a purpose, what is the point in that? Like, you're not doing it for a reason. Like, all the old school, they had a purpose for the reason, you know what I mean, why they was doing it. Mm-hmm. They don't have a purpose these days. They just doing it because they want to make money. money. I don't understand that. Okay, get a job. And like Quid said, okay, (laughs) you got to find something outside of that. Go to school, have something else outside of what you're trying to rap for because it ain't going to always make money. But at least have something you can have a degree that you can fall back on in case you don't make no money for that because it ain't going to always work out. Like on the BET Awards, I don't know what that was. What them girls were. <laughs> I mean, what they were singing about. I mean, because most didn't see of the BNT time. Or
1: was it like 15 years?
2: <laughs> yeah, so you know, I don't know what was going you, on the other night. I don't know what that was. I wouldn't even want my daughter, granddaughters to hear none of that. Like, right. what is that? I feel it. What? I, I don't it. understand. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't listen to none of that stuff.
3: Yeah. I, you know, you I'm going to take up a couple, whole lot it. of
2: your time because, you know, I can. Inbox you and ask you questions, and you know, you yeah, about right, right, yeah, so right, right. trip I don't yeah, yeah, you, know, you said, said some important them. stuff, though. You, you
1: said know, something but it's important like, that that that's that's it is. That's the
2: craft it. to me, and I don't understand. To me, you messing up. If you're not doing it for a cause, don't do it because you're just wasting right. time and you waste wasting money and studio time. Brady. Like, do it for a purpose. For a purpose? If you're not yeah. doing it for a purpose, don't do it. Don't do it. Period. That's
0: just how I feel about mm. it. Mm. There you go. I get there that. There you go. Miss yes. Love, hang
1: tight. I definitely appreciate uh, you calling in, too, Miss Love, because you, hey, you said you said something real important, man. Music is art, you know, and that, that's the thing. You can't lose. You can't lose that part of the culture. Once the art is gone, then it ain't, it's nothing not else.
0: Yeah, and, hey. it, and, it, and it turns into something else if you if you try to stretch it out into something that you don't really and truly believe in because at the end of the day, and Quez, you said it, Miss Love said it, all the people in the chat room is saying it right now and I appreciate it. And let me, let me put this out there and Quez, you can put it on your IG after, after the fact. So anybody, I want to say first 10 people, the 10th, the 10th person that buys it, that buys the uh, single and will put it out and let Quez know that you actually bought it. Um, uh, Look you up with a, a $25 Amazon gift card. I'm going to put that out there right now. So and, I'm and I got that. a pre Love me Much
1: t-shirt for them, too, with me and Castro on there.
0: Okay. See, you, you giving so them too sure much you, right now, quiz. So make now, sure you Quez, find out so who they are, get, them, they, you know, get they, their gender and their size. You, you giving them too much, quiz. They good with a gift card. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, <nah>, I got a certain
3: for them, man. are so giving the shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it's man, about, listen, man. It's about mode, man. Like... <laughs> no, just now,
0: first, <laughs> The 10th the person to buy it, is, you know what I'm saying? The only way you're going to be able to do it is you inbox Quez and let them know you bought the single... Um, and then, yeah. you know, like I said, if if you're in there and you're the 10th person, you know, Quiz got you for a shirt, I got you for a $25 Amazon gift card. I'm there keeping, you, go. Uh, and, there I'm, you go. Man, I'm trying to get gift combo. cards away, man. So
3: <laughs> that's it. I mean, <laughs> so they came up. They bought a combo, single. Man. Hey, listen,
0: yeah. if you want a bonus, I mean, you let me know what you're doing with Superiority Complex, and we could definitely arrange something. So, you know what I mean? That's, right. that's, that's how we do it here. Man, Quinn, old school radio, bro. That's what we do. We give
1: gifts. That's what we do, man. Keep on you, giving bro. Because, because the reality is, without the people that support you, you are nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel, <laughs> yeah. I feel blessed for the few people, man. Like, I feel like that really, because when I, like, when I dropped my first album, it didn't sell a lot of copies, but it sold all over the world. And I was really appreciative okay. of that. You know what I mean? I, I watched the numbers. I see where it was coming from. And they were buying it in Spain. And they were buying it in Africa. And they were buying it in Italy and Germany and Russia. So I appreciate that, man, more than they know. Like, I can't tell each and every person that because I don't know who they are. But if I could, I would because it's, it's that important to me. You know what I mean?
0: That's why I need y'all to go ahead and hit up my man, Quez, on Instagram at D M B
1: D B M G.
0: DBMG <laughs> <A-B-C-D-D-M-G>. D-m-g. D-m-g. <laughs> My bad, Quinn.
1: Yes, sir.
3: Nah, you can't, hey, man. Affairs, that's a lot to remember. Um... Hey, a lot to remember, man. My
1: brother. Listen, man. That's a lot to remember. Listen, like, somebody these, always, told all, me, when I did, my name should have been shorter.
0: <laughs> all these uh, all these acronyms and, and shit like that or whatever. Like I just know King yeah. Quinn. That's all I know. <laughs> that's it. That's all you
1: need to know, but, man. It'll be the first thing pop up.
0: D-B-M-G. See, I got it. Yeah, I got it. King Quez, D-B-M-G. Make sure you go ahead and
3: (laughs) follow my man.
0: Hit him up. Make sure you go ahead and take a picture of your purchase. And if you do that, uh, and Quez is going to put it out there. Um, You do that, Quez is going to let me know who won and and all your information, and I'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card, and he'll send you a shirt. And that's all for just buying shit. That's it. Like, you get a gift. You get a gift that's actually... You know what I'm saying? No, I ain't even going to take that back because, you know, single sales, you know what I'm saying, is what it is, Quest. But, I mean, it's really more valuable than the price itself because of the time and, you know, and the effort and and the resources that you spent in creating that. So just a four-minute track. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that came along with it, so people got to know the yeah. the process of it all. So you know what I mean. That's that's what I wanted to Absolutely. say. But y'all getting a good deal. I'm just saying, y'all getting a good deal. It's a hell of
1: a deal, yeah, man. Now you spend ninety nine cent or a dollar. I don't know what they charge. A dollar ninety nine, man. You, you get fifty dollars. Right. Six, so that's a great deal. <laughs>
0: great hey, deal. I, I can't. I, you know, I, listen. If I buy.